Hi everyone, welcome back to a new episode of Unapologetically Anxious Me, Confessions of a Haitian Girl. I'm your host, Joe, and we are in a new year, 2023. I am so excited because this is my first episode back, and I am back with my husband, Lano. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, <laughs> depending on when you're listening to this. Yeah, know. we're actually recording uh, late at night, actually, for our time in real time, but uh, whatever you're listening to this, but we're coming back and it hasn't, it's been a while since Lana has actually been on the podcast with us. I think the last time you were on was actually late end of 2021 fall 2021 and i think we About did that yeah it's we did the who's most likely to game mm-hmm. which was actually really fun but we just came back from a family vacation and we went to florida um and so that was a really fun and interesting trip we have not been back since 2015 as a family all together so we wanted to jump on and talk to you guys a little bit more about that and just jump into a few things about that for the year and just get just get into a little bit about what's been going on with us and updates so uh, we're really excited about that but before we get into all that we want to start off with my mental health check-ins like i always do at the beginning of every episode and so i will start off with myself you know my mental health check-in um for myself is very much based on what I have been talking a lot about in all of my episodes lately, which is really leaning into the power of vulnerability. And this year I've really talked to, I've really been focusing on just giving myself permission to just be where I am and meet myself where I am right now. And right now I am in a very anxious depressive state and that's because i'm dealing with a lot of hard things right now um and family there's a lot going on in my family and my personal life um which is a lot of what had to do with why we went home you know and so that's more of what you know we will get into when we talk more about the florida trip um so i think that has a lot to do with where I am mentally. I, I've been finding it very difficult to just do the day-to-day, to just find, to get motivated, to not give in to my depression and to give in to my anxiety. And so if you are out there and you are struggling with your mental health and you are a mom and a wife and just in your like everyday life and dealing with things we all have our own shit that we're all dealing with like know that you are not alone and you have like there is someone else out there going through these struggles too um i certainly am going through it right now um how about you babe what are how how are you feeling what's going on in your mental health world right now well, you know, as you know, you know, I I kind of fell off the therapy bandwagon last year, mm-hmm. probably mostly due to because that I just 
couldn't. I just their therapist just wasn't that relatable to me. I suppose. Mm -hmm. But now I'm getting back on there, and you know, after my first two sessions, you know, found out some things about myself that you know eventually I'll share. But you know, just you know, not ready to. Yet. Nah, nah, nah. But you found the new therapist that you're yeah, happy with? Yeah, I do. I do have a new therapist. So she really, really do like Good. her. Good. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been a discovery. It's definitely going to be a very big discovery year for me this year. Yeah. And I'm looking, looking forward to the challenge. Yeah. You know? It is. I think mental health is a very big challenge. And I think that a lot of people don't realize that, yes, mental health just going into therapy itself it's a big challenge i think um it, it's something that you have to take on you have to like be in a certain mindset um i also don't want people to be intimidated by that fa fact i think that that's the whole point and going in and having a therapist and a licensed professional you know, um, there's an ease in it, there's a relief in it, there's um, an unleashing of a burden that you get to do that you don't get to do with a friend. You know, there's no um, repercussions, you know, that, you, that come mm -hmm. back to you where a friend there's an energy there's something that you have to come back to that always you know that you have to always deal with you know whereas a professional you don't really have to deal with any kind of repercussions it's their job to kind of be a sounding board in some yeah, way and I, I got that you know what i mean and always be tending to your needs and Completely what focused, focused on, on your problem mm -hmm. and and there's and that there's an alleviation in that and and that's what some you actually need you know in a professional setting when it comes to your mental health and and, and i think there's a very big need for that um when you take that into a professional world um but yep, yeah, that's my two cents when it comes to the mental health check-in. But going back to our trip to Florida, we got the chance to go back home with our children for a week, about two weeks ago. And- um, A welcome reprieve from this. Yes, from Arctic the very, very <laughs> fucking cold. Oh. Gosh. weather here in minnesota the bitterly cold tundra mm. that we have been you know just exposed to for the last seven years uh -huh. but it's particularly in this moment and this time of the year um so it was a really welcomed great vacation and i think because, um, okay, so Lennox, our son, was one years old, almost two, when we moved here in 2015. So he has very little memory of, like, Florida and, like, what the weather was like. And our daughter was born here in 2016. So she 
this was all new to her. This is all she's known. And I think when we went there, they had this idea that like everybody was experiencing winter the way we were. (laughs) So they were just like shocked. They were just like, what is going on? Like there's no (laughs) snow, you know? So coming home was very difficult. Mm -hmm. It was very difficult for my son. It was very difficult for him to like accept. My daughter was just kind of like, oh, this is life. Yep. <laughs> you know, she's six. So, you know, she's very much accepting of how things are. But for Lennox, he was not so much as accepting as she is. No, he definitely did not want to come back here. Yeah. <laughs> he expressed that many times. Yeah. I think that no was... more snow. <laughs> it was really cool, go- though, going home with them and mm-hmm. seeing how much they, like, reacted to our hometown. Because we literally went home and visited where we grew up in Fort Myers, Florida. Uh-huh. What was it like to see, like, our kids, like visit like our home not just our hometown but like the like homes we grew up in Mm -hmm. it was it was really cool because i actually got to show him the mango tree that i planted in my mom's backyard Mm -hmm. when i was a kid he couldn't believe it i don't know it was was really cool to show him things like that Mm -hmm. it was cool to see trove of memories yep so what was the most memorable part of going back to Florida for you? I think for me, going back, it was very special. It was a very healing trip for me. Because if you have read Unapologetically Anxious Me, the book, um, you know a lot about our relationships with my parents. And you've known a lot about how tumultuous that went down back in 2015. And this trip was actually really significant for uh, our relationships with um, both sets of parents actually, um, because it was very healing and we put a lot of things behind us and we spent a lot of quality time with both both families. And I think that that was probably one of the most memorable, most significant parts for me um, on the trip. I'd say it's the same for me too. It was getting to see family and friends again and those those family members that we may have had like issues with or anybody we didn't have, we didn't quite resolve issues from the past we got to talk and you know bury mm-hmm. the hatchet, bury so the hatchet yeah and yeah the trip was more enjoyable once we got that part out yeah it was like once that was like the elephant was addressed in the room mm-hmm. kind of thing which had not been addressed for several years like um i think that made everything a lot more tolerable and made everything a lot more enjoyable um and we we were there for the common good of like we just want to enjoy this moment we want to love on each other and see the children and create this memory and be there 
and and that's what meant so much to us and and it was it was very very healing um i think another part that was so beautiful was to really um go back with our kids to like the place where the very spot we got married which was um in clearwater beach florida it was right on the beach spot and like beach access 13 <laughs> right um on the area where we got married and we got to take a picture and do all that and spend some time in that area with them and that was very significant and felt really good and i think one of the things that i learned about being in not just in our hometown but just going back we did also visit um tampa florida and just some of the areas which is we still st- home for us which too. is still yeah. home like some of the areas we spent like our adult lives like um I think one of the things we learned was that like it was nice to connect with the people we know that like really truly like fuck with us that really rock with us that really like are here for us you know what I mean and to be able to do that to be able to see those people again that meant so much that meant um, everything and I think that was really significant. Um, how about you? Like, what was what was something else that might have stuck out for you? Mm, well, my group of friends that I grew up with, yeah. we haven't all gotten to be in the same room together, like, and convene, so to speak. Yeah. Of course, we weren't all there. There were still some missing members, you know, missing core members, but... Well, the majority of us was there, and that was really cool to actually be a part of, because I really do appreciate those guys, and it was nice seeing everybody again. Some guys I haven't seen in many, many, many years. Again, I'm not going to, you know, put anybody's names out there that I don't know would want to be on. Shout (laughs) out, so just shout out to the Fort Myers guys, you know what I'm saying? Y'all boys know how to hold a nigga down, though. Oh, oh. <laughs> I forgot I'm back, back in the Midwest. <laughs> well, you're, everyone's listening from everywhere. <laughs> That's true, too. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I think another part that I did not expect to be very overwhelmed by was being around I I, just being here because we've lived here in the Midwest for the last seven years and we're not around a lot of black folks we're Mm -hmm. not we have been in Alexandria Minnesota for the last like seven years then we moved here to Moorhead Minnesota now it's changed we have seen now yeah, but we moved to this area back in February uh, of last year. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, we see, like, a few African people here and there in the Fargo-Moorhead area. But, like, we're not, we're still not significantly, like, 
surrounded by our community mm. you know not like we were when we were back home and oh going God. back to oh florida and being immersed in our culture and what we grew up in it was just like wow like this is so different and one of the things that like i forgot how amazing it felt like to be around black women to be around like black women older younger like relatives friends like it felt mm -hmm. so good like it felt it so amazing and just to talk to someone to just like for them to just get it for them to just know what you meant, for them to just like know you and relate to you and be like you, you know, and mm. and for it to not be different, for you to not be the odd one out, you know, it felt so validating, so affirming. Um, I think for the last few years, I have stood out and have been the weird one, the strange one, the out of the box one for a really long time that it kind of, I think I've just kind of gotten used to that. And I think being home really like for, I, I think I forgot that I was like, oh yeah, you are normal like you know you're actually on the plain jane side <laughs> of like you know back at home you're like actually pretty like tamed in comparison to a lot of you know other people at home you're not as wackadoodle as you know some people in the midwest might think you are you know you're just people here just might be different they move different. The culture is different. And and so there's a lot of things that I feel like even in the way that I dress and the way that I act and, you know, I mean that I might have dialed back some and and there I realized that I was like that was just normal, you know, that was just me, you know, and and it and it really made me feel um it made me feel very at home. It made me feel very um, myself again. And and that was something I haven't felt in a very long time. And I kind of forgot that that is where I came from for a hot second. So it was just like, oh, shit. Like, oh, yeah, this is, this is where you're from, Joe. Like, that's why this is so familiar. Like, this is why these people know you so well. Like... <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, this is why your sister and you are, like, laughing the same and talking the same and, yeah. you know, relating the same because yeah, you grew up in the same Dave house. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is why your friend that you, like, grew up with, you know, and know each other, like, the back of your hand and, like, fe finishing each other's sentences and are guessing these things about each other because... 
you this is you grew up with each other and you and it doesn't matter how long you've gone without seeing each other you still know one another so that was that was very interesting to experience and and i loved that i really loved that mm -hmm. um and so i can't wait to go back i'm really looking forward to going back we definitely shouldn't wait that long again. yeah i i think I think that that this that's something that we're we're really looking forward to doing again this year. And yeah, things have been very difficult, and um, I think that we're in a we're in a very different place. And I'm looking forward to hopefully, you know, making new memories. And this is going to be a very a very grow, growing, evolving year for me, I think. Mm -hmm. And um, I look forward to sharing those things with you. But um, one of the things that I always pride myself on in doing this podcast is always, act, I think, activism, social justice is always at the forefront of a lot of the things that I talk about. Um, and I cannot continue talking about anything um, without, of course, highlighting what is going on right now with Tyree Nichols. And it, I think that we would be remiss to not, you know, address this. We'd have to talk about it. Um, I think as a platform who ha who have obviously we've talked about police brutality, abolitionism, we've talked about Black Lives Matter, we've talked about so many things on this platform. I think right now um, as someone who has talked about these things a lot, I think it's very important that we bring this up again because this is this is a horrific thing that continues to t to happen and it keeps happening, it keeps happening and, and it gets done we just talk about it and it gets forgotten about. yeah and the nature of this is just as horrific as everything else that has happened mm -hmm. and i think this goes to show just how corrupt the system is this was black men black police officers mm -hmm. who did this to another black body you know like we can't we can't separate this from the bigger issue of police brutality this is this is still what we this is what this is what people who are abolitionists are speaking of. Like this is the radical issue that re that deserves a radical response. solution. solution of, yes. You know, it des it deserves a radical response, mm -hmm. and we do need to start talking about tearing down the system that clearly isn't working for us anymore, and. And we need to be approaching these conversations 
and really thinking about what what are we what are we doing in right now like how how are we like what are we thinking about it like any like what are we doing to stop this this how many more of these things are we gonna have to keep seeing and like I can't even bring myself to let alone like I'm not like I'm I'm not, like I've gotten past the point where like I can like watch videos but I can't even bring myself to read about the details that's how beyond traumatized I am by these things how are you feeling about it again it's just it's it's in it's 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 it's, it's, uh, it's every day almost like that's just it's always happening you'll always read something about it nearly every day mm -hmm. this is just another example only this this is another one that was caught on many cameras for the world to see but again we talk about it and i want to see if there will be action taken for once yeah will something happen biden's promising now he's bringing up the george floyd act again the one that got that they got crushed in in in, in, in the senate what Oh, so many years ago, like mm -hmm. um, I'm wondering again. If that was... Like we can't get, we can't allow ourselves to be desensitized by this. Mm -hmm. Just because one more horrific thing, this is something that we're we're watching happen. You know, we can't we can't allow them to separate this from the culture of policing, also, because we're watching this happen. Because of course, this was what five black policemen. We're gonna watch them demonize it and make yeah. it worse and we literally watched a black man get choked to death for what nine minutes right before our eyes you know by a white man but by all means let's make this the worst thing like the like the white house already released their statement like by all means let's make this the worst thing we've ever seen it's all fucking the worst thing we've ever seen it's all the worst thing we've ever seen. Let's be honest. All of it is horrible. The whole system is horrible. Mm -hmm. All of it. It's all brutal. It is all in its entirety. It's horrible. The whole corrupt. shit. The whole thing needs to be abolished. Yeah. Period. And that's how I feel about that. Mm, I agree. Sorry. No. Apologies unnecessary. But mm -hmm. moving on from that. Yeah. We were actually really um, lucky we got an opportunity to see this really great movie this weekend. Because um, we have not been able to find good movies lately. And we actually thought this movie got gypped. Because it deserved to be in the theaters. Oh, yeah. Um, it it to deserved the to be good, a big, the yeah, a big, like, theater movie. Mm -hmm. um, but You People, it came out on Netflix. Um, and it starred Lauren London, Eddie Murphy. Um, Jonah Hill. J yeah, and Julia Dreyfus. Mm -hmm. um, it was such a good movie. And I thought... 
it was handled so well. The humor was amazing from start lots to of, finish. Lots of cool guest appearances too. It's so funny. Yeah. Like, um, if you haven't seen it, definitely go watch it on Netflix. No, this is not an ad. This is just Joe like fangirling off of a movie that she knows is probably gonna be one of the rare movies that are actually good this year. Yeah. So um, I just thought it was really good how just don't make them like Yeah, it's actually by Kenya Barris and um Jonah Hill. I thought the subjects um were actually handled pretty well. It's very rare to see such heavy topics of, you know, um, what was it with um, anti? They handled I um, things like anti-Semitism, mm-hmm. as well as um, Muslim, um, and um, all sorts of different topics, all in one one movie. They handled it all very, very well, um, and and still made it funny. And still made it funny. And um, I loved, uh, if you have seen the Angie's, um, Angie Martinez podcast, you should catch that where London, uh, Lauren London talks about how um, her and Jonah Hill actually formed a good friendship and how he actually helped her get back into like acting and you know how that actually helped her through the nipsey hustle you know thing um and i think that that's a really cool um little connection there um because obviously she's done a a few roles since then but like i think this is a really good it was a really good movie role for her and she did such a good job yeah, um, we. I really, really loved this movie, and I, I think that you should definitely catch it if you haven't seen it. Um, just some really fun things that are coming up this year for Unapologetically Anxious Me, the podcast. I am going to be doing some really cool series this year one of the first series that i'm really excited to um roll out is check-ins with joe these are going to be live discussions that i will be having um at live like local meet and greets that i will be holding in town um get to see her in person yeah so these will be with like people that i will be meeting face to face and holding group discussions we will be talking about social issues and mental health and as it how it affects us as people of color and lgbtq people and it's just gonna be a really exciting new adventure for me as i go out and really put myself out there and meet some new people and i'm just kind of taking you along for the ride um the first episode will be released on tuesday february 14th um in addition to that i will be launching my patreon page for unapologetically anxious me at this exact time so here you'll be able to have access to exclusive behind the scenes content and patreon only made episodes and videos so i'm really excited to get 
all of this out with you and started with you so go ahead and if you have not already started following me on facebook and on ig unapologetically anxious pod and on unapologetically anxious me on facebook so i am so happy that we got a chance to have this little chat with you today mm-hmm. so um thank you for have coming and listening to us and thank you for um, having me wife yeah it was really fun to have you back on the podcast mm-hmm. and um we can't wait to go back to florida so we can give you more updates and give you the little skinny on what's been going on with our families and i'm sure there will be more updates to come in the future on that but as always it was nice catching up with you so we will catch you in the next one bye bye bye